generation is rising on an emerging generation of kings. seven from verse 13 somebody shout hallelujah i didn't say say it i said shout hallelujah shout until you can feel some spittle on your palm in front of your face shout hallelujah shout like a, a night in it is something yoruba evangelist hallelujah shout it one more time until every demon panics and catches covid Hallelujah. Oh. High five somebody said no forming, no forming in this service. Genesis 47 from verse 13. Thanks for the energy. Keep it up. Now there was no bread in all the land. Right? There was no bread in all the land why for the famine was very severe severe so that the land of egypt and the land of canaan languished because of the famine and joseph what did he do sharp guy somebody say i'm sharp like joseph say joseph is a type of jesus jesus is the wisdom of god joseph demonstrated the wisdom of god I am like Joseph and Jesus. So I am wise. And I demonstrate the wisdom of God. What did Joseph do? He gathered up all the money that was found in the land of Egypt. And in the land of Canaan. For the grain which they bought. And Joseph brought the money into Pharaoh's house. So when the money failed in the land of Egypt. And in the land of Canaan. Look at someone and say money can fail. So what you really need to learn how to manage is not money, it's resources in general. However, money is the most portable representation of resources. So if you fail with money, you are likely going to fail with many other things. Thank you for the witness. Are you following this? If you fail with money, you are likely already failing in many other areas. Money is one of the most portable representations of value. So if it's portable, visible, in other words, when you lose 10,000 naira, you know you have lost 10,000, right? You get a debit, you know you have been debited. How about when you lose efficiency in using your gifts? There's no bank that accounts for that apart from the bank of heaven. And if you have a system of stewardship, leadership, governance, where there are KPIs, right? How do you know when grace is not multiplying in your life? How do you know when you're diminishing in influence, in integrity? So that's why money must be mastered. Look at your neighbor, say it. You're a puppy, you can't take care of it. I want a lion as a pet. What's likely going to happen? You might become the food of your pet. Even if you buy a pet bottle doesn't mean you can put the pet in a bottle.
Verse 15, so when the money failed in the land of Egypt and in the land of Canaan, all the Egyptians came to Joseph. And what did they say? Give us bread. For why should we die in your presence? For the money has failed. Why? Because those who don't understand portions will always be at the mercies of those who do. Those who don't understand portions, they will run out of bread. They will run out of money. And then they will now start looking here, there, and everywhere. Are we following? Don't go quiet on me in this service. You did great for those who were in the first service. So I don't need to be quiet. Are we following? Say, for the money has failed. So for those who are chasing money, you are chasing the wrong thing. One Biafra war made many millionaires in the East zero years. One policy in the world, at some point the world is going to move full digital. Once the oligarchs can see how they can control Bitcoin and blockchain, they're going to face out Naira and, and paper money. Once they do that, for a lot of people who are currently billionaires in cash, they will become stataniers in crypto. Right? So one policy from the world can reduce all the stash of cash. But policies cannot erode your value. They can erode the cash you have, but not the value you bring. Your value is transcendent because it's rooted in an eternal God who does not reduce based on inflation rates. Oh, come on, somebody talk. So what did Joseph say in verse 16? I mean, this looks like a real capitalist move in verse 16. Real capitalist. Then Joseph said, eh, no problem. <laughs> you still have three goats there. You have seven cows there. You have 15 monkeys. Give me your livestock and I will give you bread for the remaining livestock. The rest. So give me some trade by butter. If your money, if the money is gone. So they brought their livestock to Joseph and Joseph gave them what? Bread in exchange for ah. How much is a horse? Google it. Google it. Google it. Some find it for me in dollars or naira. How much is a horse? Find it. Bread. Pardon. Hundred to. Sorry, between hundred. 3,000. Average cost is 3,000. That's about 1.8 million. So horses are more expensive than some cars. So someone is hungry and Joseph said, no problem. Give me your 2 million naira for bread. How many of you know that when you're hungry in a certain level, in a certain way, you're not thinking straight? That's what happened with Esau and Jacob where Esau was so famished and Jacob said, okay, this is a trade, right? I know my portions. Jacob knew portions. You know why? Because he knew how not to be too exhausted at work to become valueless at home. Some people, they are very diligent in business, but at home, they are, they are, they are failing in parents and failing in husbanding. Failing, are you following this? Because portion is just about money. It's about energy, about resource. So the person who understands portion will control the market. Control the market all the time. He's the one who holds the chips. And when the chips are down, he still has chips to hold up. Even if it's plantain chips. 
then he can control and determine the amount he wants to sell the plantain chips. So give me your horses. How many loaves of bread would he have given them? In fact, the sad thing is, even if you give them a lot of loaves of bread, they have fewer horses to carry it. Because he has carried the horses. So the horse that they used to come from their country and they need to go back, he will now rent the horse to them. Please, help me look for two or three people that are looking like they don't understand what we're saying. Shake them with my permission and say, you must understand portions. Those he, he fed them with bread for their livestock that year, which means next year you will come again. Bring horses you don't have. Verse 18. When that year had ended, they came to him the next year and said, we will not hide from my Lord. That our money is gone. So maybe they took out of the bread they bought to their own countries and then sold at greater value. Because supply chain, right? So they got some money. We will not hide. Let me be honest with you. I don't have money. My Lord also has our herds of livestock. There is nothing left in the sight of my Lord but our bodies. And our? Why should we die before your eyes, both we and our? By us. Listen. This is the territorial acquisition plan. God cannot trust you with territories if he doesn't trust you with portions. The reason many of you are going to grow is that people will come and say, we've seen so much value in you. Don't pay me any salary. Buy me. Oh, you're not ready for that. Who's ready? By buying. I'm not saying you're going to buy them. I'm saying my time is available. In other words, I'm more valuable to life working for free with you. Then stay now. Are you hearing what I'm, who am I? I want to prophesy to somebody who's ready to receive today. When we speak about Joseph's rising, you need to understand how it happened. I'm a Daniel, I'm an Esther. Many people have not read this part before. They've read the 20% part, but this part they don't know. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Cooper, stop sleeping. Are you hearing what I'm saying? I want to look at a Joseph beside you and say God is going to expand you strategically. God is going to stretch you. He's going to use something you have to bring productivity. Now, this was not Joseph doing slave trade. By the way, Joseph himself was sold into slavery. But with the understanding of portions, people are saying, I want to be your slave now. In other words, you can reverse the tides. A door you once begged to knock on can become the door to a BQ in the spaces that people will give up to you. I don't know who I'm speaking to, but you better get ready for portions shifting and shaping your life. You are going to move into a phase of acquisition and it's not going to happen without value distribution. How does God increase people? You'll find something you have. Have you been faithful in it? And then expand it. You may be seated. <laughs> 
for now. What did they say? Buy us. Where your land? Buy us. Buy us and our land for bread. And we and our land will be what? Servants of Pharaoh. Then what else should you give us? Give us. Give us. Now you are talking. But it spoke about seeds too late. If you abuse your seed, you will beg for bread. You will sell yourself for bread. Seed that was everywhere before the famine. Everybody had it. Those who abuse their seeds will beg for bread from those who planted their seed the right way. Never joke with your seed. Whether it's a seed offering, God portion, prophet's offering, or the seed for your personal growth and business development, or the seed capital that you're putting aside for the project you want to evolve into a business. Don't joke with the seed. Now they're talking. Give us seed that we may live and not die. But guess what? They were still thinking about seed from a consumerist perspective. So if you give them seed, they were not going to plant it. Why? Consumers get better at consuming. Creators get better at creating. Givers get better at giving. Savers get better at saving. Investors get better at disciplined people get better at almost every practice can become better and more prominent in your life. Give us seed that we may live and not die. Now the land may not be desolate. Verse 20. Then Joseph, what did he do? Bought all the land of Egypt for Pharaoh. For every man of the Egyptians sold his field. Because the famine was severe upon them. Severe upon them. So the land became Pharaoh's. And as for the people, <laughs> he moved them from, moved them into the cities from one end. This is like, like slum centers. Now, some of you will think that, oh, cities are good. No, the way it worked in that economy is that the further out to where the more land you could have to yourself. That's why I go to America, the well, sorry, London, the wealthiest people are not living in Parkland. They're not living there. They own the property, but they don't live there. They live in the Shire, out there where the meadows are where the hills and valleys are. That's where they can have 10 acres and have a ranch for their horses and a private golf course and fresh farming for their, you see. So they own the condos on Park Lane, but they don't live there because you all are too many. You are bombarding Harrods. They don't go to Harrods. Harrods comes to them. So moving them into cities was not like, eh, hey, it was good now. No, it was a bad thing because they bought all the land. So all those horses that they sold, he will send them to those. They didn't have space. Don't stress my horse. It's now my horse. When it was your horse, you were starving it. Now I'm going to feed it with food that I didn't give you, but I sold to you. Is somebody awake? Look at this neighbor. In fact, look at yourself. Say, this life, I must have sense. Say, I have wisdom. But I'm translating divine wisdom to my sense. In other words, I'm becoming sensible, sensitive to the repository of God life. 
started me. So he said, God made Joseph great. How? How? Can I challenge you? Don't just read your Bible study. Many of us, we rush just to meet our quota for the day. So there are many things you miss. Study. What made David great? What made Joseph great? How did God evolve it? Was it just a dream? Is this dream? This portions, this structure. The dream was his lead gift, but understanding of portions was his vehicle. A driver can be great, but if, if it's stuck with a broken down car, it's not driving anything. It's not Formula One. There's no formula. Doesn't know the formula. So many of us will celebrate our lead gift, but you need a vehicle to carry it places. Portion. There's a portion of your mind that will be for listening to the message. Then there's a portion that is for ministering with me. I'm a pastor and I'm worshiping. When I'm worshiping, there's a portion that is worshiping the Lord. There's a portion that is taking feedback. Wrong choice of lyrics today. Why is that person standing that way today? Why is that person leading that way? And I'll give them feet. Are you following? Because when you are a vessel, you can be many things. You're not just a container. You're also on the move. A container is static. A vessel moves. That's why ships are called sea vessels. Distracted. He moved them into the cities, verse 21, from one end of the borders of Egypt to the other. That means he had structure. Only the land of the priests he did not buy. For the priests had what? Rations, or if you check the KJV, give us KJV, I believe. The KJV used verse 22 here, if you have it. Uh -huh. For the priests had a portion. Because it was a priestly portion, even Joseph knew, don't touch that one. Look at your neighbor, say when you touch some portions, certain things in life will touch you. That's what it was. Then touch the portion of the priest. Of course, you should realize that these priests were not even like priests of God. <laughs> so the best of what we know, except I'm mistaken. Right? They had the portions reserved by Pharaoh and they ate their portions which Pharaoh gave them. Therefore, they did not sell their lands. So even a hidden king understood that there are certain spiritual things you don't touch. Yet some so-called believers say anything is anything. I am free to roam. Freedom is captivity without proper boundaries. A snare. Anybody that is free to do anything is an accident waiting to happen. Because that's a car that has no brakes. A car needs a speedometer. Regulation. An alarm system that tells you you are moving too fast. And too fast is not always a function of a generic calibration. What is too fast on one road may be too slow on another one. So the appropriateness of your speed is not just the function of your ability. It's also a function of the context in which you are currently functioning. Anybody here? Verse 23. 
Then Joseph said to the people, indeed, I have bought you. <laughs> and your land this day for Pharaoh. Look, here is seed for you. And you shall now sow the land that I bought from you. Because you lacked the intelligence to walk your own field. I took your field from you. And I'm now giving you seed to do what you should have done as a free person initially. Oof. Help me somebody. Lord, just give me five people in here who understand what I'm saying. Listen, this portion matter, you will do it. But choose whether you do it in your 20s or your 60s. You will do it. Because if you don't do it in your 20s and 30s, when you're 60 or 70, you will say, who do I know? I have five children. One of them is not talking to me. The other one does not have money. I have three children. I'm looking for 120,000. So I need 40K from each one. But if I ask for 40,000, they will not give me. They will give me 20. So let me ask for 80. Are you following? Unfortunately, I'm describing some parents now. What are they doing? What are they doing? Portions. Let me go to five and tell them this thing is serious. I know you have new guests and stuff, but please help me stand up and go to two or three. But tell me it's very serious. Look at somebody say, if you sleep on this one, give me permission to pinch you. Give me permission to prod you. Give me permission to jab you. Somebody shout, I am solving portion problems today. I can't hear everybody shouting. You get it, right? I mean, you would get it. The way you're looking so smart. You must get it because you're dressed proportionately. Right? Everything is in order. They were going to sow their land. But they would choose whether they would sow it as slaves or free men. But they didn't know in their consciousness. Because many times, had I known, is what comes later. May it not be your story that seven years from now, as bills flash before your eyes, you will see me preaching on stage because we will not be here. We have some acres of land. We have a property that sits about 1,500, 2,000. And we'll be doing three, four, five services. Don't flash and say, I remember. It has to be more than God forbid. Though. I remember, P. Dam said this thing, no. Let it be like P. Lansen because of this series. Because of what P. Dam said, I set my finances in order. And now I'm giving out a loan to a community in Burundi. I just bought 40 cows for a chief in a place where we are going to do mission, missionary map practicals. Oh, talk, talk to me, right? See, I'm too old for the returns on my spiritual investment to be notebooks of revelation and healings. My pastor can preach. Oh, wow. Oh, you're, you're, you're the... I mean, it's great to compliment that, but the greatest compliment is for you to embody the revelation. 
He said, now, you will sow this land. <laughs> your own land. What used to be your land? Somebody shout, this is not my portion. So I will handle portions well. Verse 24. <laughs> that's not the end. Of, and it shall come to pass in the harvest that you shall give one fifth to Pharaoh. Four fifths shall be your own. For what? As seed and as. So this also begins to tell you that Joseph is trying to train them by experience. That not everything you produce is food. Some things you produce. Where's the seed? Some things are seed. But in small, Joseph is saying now that you are slaves, that you own nothing. Let me teach you that as a slave, you can save something. I was once a slave. How did I become this? I explained the first of his portions. I knew what my brother's portions were. I knew what Potiphar's portions were, including his wife. That's his portion. Don't touch her. I knew what the portion of the baker and the butler was. I knew what the portion of Pharaoh was. So he that is faithful in little is not will be. Is faithful in much. Because the little is just a tiny representation of the much God has in mind. said you are slaves you own nothing but you must learn portions number one 20 percent say you think god portion is a lot <laughs> don't let life tax tax you don't let it you can't game god the bible makes it clear god cannot be mocked if everybody got everything every time everywhere that's mockery justice has to do with appropriation that's why justice is based on judgments. And they make them decrease. A decree is not changed based on feelings. Any man of God in the world, any man of God that is sustainably progressive, there's a part that is hard and there's a part that is soft. For some of us, the external is soft. The internal is strong, fixed principles. For many men of God, the external, they look very, very strong, but inside they are soft. Why do you need a strong part of you? Because life will run you over without strong structures. You can't have a, a sustainable ministry if there's no part of you that is tough. First on yourself and people who are connected to you. That's going to be a wobbly mass of flesh because there's no skeletal system to keep it standing. So the skeletal system is the bone. That's the heart part. Are you following this? Just like some animals. Some animals are endoskeletons. They have endoskeletal or endoskeletal. Some are exoskeletal. In other words, exo is outside. Their skeletal system is outside. Endo is skeletal system. But you need skeleton. So your life doesn't look like one. Please help me look at two people and tell them you must get it right. 
please if you have a close friend in kings a prayer partner a master life accountability partner your disciple maker your ministry director how many look for one two three of those persons and say we are too close for you not to get your portions right all the kmt people don't even want to stand up go and tell somebody we are too close for you not to get your portions right if you are a new person say to another new person you are too new so see this that four feet shall be your own a seed for the field and for your food so they had a hundred percent out of the hundred percent how much was going to pharaoh one feet that's twenty percent whose land was that whose land was it pharaoh's land let me just tell you some people have houses in banana island but it's actually your land god will give you the strategic intelligence to be able to navigate matovele kondia suba you are not going to cheat you are not going to steal you are not going to abuse but God will give you deep detailed intelligence to be able to create value that compels them to say this is now your property if you don't believe it please keep on chewing gum and looking straight and looking down but if you believe it shout I receive my portion so they are 20% they'll give to Pharaoh now learn discipline when you don't learn it as a family person, you will learn it as a slave. Don't learn it as a son. Life will enslave you. Because the work that needs to be done will be done. God loves you too much to leave you spoiled. So if you don't respond to the staff, he will use the rod. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. So in Psalm 71, I believe it's 21. Now will enlarge my greatness and comfort me on all sides. Comforting is not just people pampering you. Sometimes correction is the key to comfort. To make you uncomfortable now so that you can sleep well in three years. Without running and hiding your phone and running from pillar to post and changing your house address and your phone number because people are looking for you everywhere. One, 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 one. Peru para. I'm losing my money. are we here? She said, let me teach you portions now. 100, Abby. Say, yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. They're like, they go my mosquito now because if you take power, your by means food, hunger has killed them. <laughs> yes, sir. So this land, you walk it. <laughs> yes, sir. So all that, I'm too sleepy, I'm too, you walk. Hey, Nikamanana. Soft life. Soft life is the reward for hard work. Please look through the Bible. Didn't Moses suffer? Didn't Abraham suffer? Looking for a city whose builder is God. They will ask Abraham, Where, who are you? I'm Abraham, the son of, uh, what's his father's name? Terah. Now was the uncle, right? Father, the father, the son of Ah, Tara, Tara is a big boy. My dad tried. So, how far now? The family business. I've left home. So, what are you doing with your life now? I'm looking for a city whose architect and builder is gone. Ah, ah. Where is he? Where is he? Where is 
there. So where is this city? I don't know. Ah, uh-uh. wait, wait. Like how many moonlights away? Or how many east winds away? So I don't know. He that will inherit God must be a son that trusts him. Even when it doesn't make sense. Now it's amazing. Some say, but I'm already, I have an inheritance. You do. But you know the fact that your name is on the will does not mean to be appropriated. I hope you know that. This is the reason Paul speaks about the riches of the glory of his inheritance and the saints. Yet he was saying to them that people that do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. So your name is on the will, but can it be you don't align? This is the reason God is not a fool. You see, because if, if everybody is just, ah, I am 16 going on 17. Older and wiser, sweeter, mm, finer. <laughs> See, I wish I could transfer my heart, transplant. Not my physical heart, though. There's only one human being I can do that for. But I wish I could take, you know, my heart of hearts. Like just take it and put it. But you know there's something called organ incompatibility. A song can even give you the heart, but your system cannot handle it. Everybody raise your hands. There's another technology called impartation. That what I can give to you by sense, I can give to you by spirit. In the name of Almighty God, the same way God took of the spirit of Moses, for us, by spirit is now grace. That's what it is, actually grace. By the spirit of Moses, Lord, take from me the grace that every true son, every true daughter of this house needs. And everyone who's watching online, who may not be a son or a daughter, but whose heart is aligned and in sync with this kingdom word. Lord, take grace from my life. Some of you might feel something. Some of you might touch something. Some of you might sense something. I give unto you by impartation in the name of Jesus. Jesus breathed on them and said receive the Holy Ghost I breathe on you and I said receive grace receive grace receive grace receive grace receive grace everything in me that your destiny requires I release unto you in the name of Jesus he said, work it, work it. So 100%, 20%, Pharaoh, sharp, sharp. You can't argue. Why? Pharaoh is the landlord now. It's amazing, watch this, how people, many people don't argue with their landlord, but they argue with God. Right? The landlord gets his portion. Once you don't have money when it's closed, you start getting agitated. But when was the last time you gave God his portion? 
And so you see disrespect and dishonor, but you call it grace. Now, the fact that I can do certain things and get away with it does not mean I, would, I should do those things, right? So forfeit shall be your own, but now, guess what? So 20% Pharaoh, 80% yours, but the 80% is not for now. You would take a portion out of that as seed for the future. And look at what it said to them. It says, seed for the field. Give me the text. Seed for the field. That's what you will sow in your industry. What you are putting in place for infrastructural development. And then food operations. I'll give you different portions later. And then for your household sphere of responsibility. And as food for your little ones. So it's beginning to expand their minds. That one of the biggest problems with mismanagement is that you only see yourself. This is also what sponsors entitlement. People who are entitled, they only see themselves. So they will come with a bill and say, I need this. Chad, they give me this money. Have you asked me if I'm in a place to actually give? Or do you know how many other requests I've already granted? That you're now taking me for granted. Why? Because entitled people are self-centered. And also, people who don't master portions, is because you're just seeing yourself. You're not seeing that, oh, wow. I have, I have to pay some millions for children's school fees. I have to start saving now if they will go to Harvard or Oxford or London Business School. It's not a year before that I'm going to be looking for cooperation. To say, which job can I join? To raise maybe 50,000 pounds for Metaversity. To afford the AI software they're going to need. To hook up to the holograph class. So, it's not the money you keep, right? It's not the money. Yeah. It's investment. Because if it's going to be 50,000 pounds, you can't keep 50,000 pounds now and have 50,000 pounds in 12 years. Your 50,000 pounds will be the equivalent of 12,000 pounds then. Oh, talk to me, somebody. So, you don't think linear. You think compound. You think planetary. Joseph then, look at what it said. Verse 25, so they said, you have saved our lives. Joseph, don't me, What's the beginning of the song? I love that song. In my battles for me, Joseph, thank you. uh -huh. As there is, there's a potential songwriter there. He's out to adapt. <laughs> right? So, see, when you're not thinking the future, you think, uh, it's not clothes. It's not, you're not, you're not. Someone said, you need to think like God. How does God think? Declaring the end from the beginning. So, you think from your last day on earth. What do you want it to look like? What do you want to gift? How many houses do you want to give your children on their wedding day? Which is not too long. Carmen is going to be six. Can you believe it in two months? So in about 18 months or so, dude, be getting married or something. Uh, oh. 
I reject Jesus' name. 18 years. You got to give him some land. Are you following? Or you want to do what your grand, great grandparents to your grandparents that get to your bread that, that on your wedding day are still asking, ah, ah, come and give. It's not about God forbid. It's about choosing a different path. Honoring their sacrifice but choosing a different path. Because you can say a million God forbids and repeat exactly the same thing. Do you feel the burden? We're getting somewhere. You have saved us. Let us find favor in thy sight of thy Lord. You see, they're calling him Lord now. Of my Lord. And we will be Pharaoh's servants. And Joseph made it a law over the land of Egypt to this day that Pharaoh should have one fifth except for the land of the priest only who did not become Pharaoh's. Verse 27. So Israel dwelt in the land of Egypt. Yeah, in the country of Goshen, and they had possessions there and grew and multiplied exceedingly. Now, if you are Pharaoh and somebody just helped you secure the whole of Egypt, won't you give him a city for his family? Finder's fee, commission, management fee, advisory fee, consultant's fee, value creation, any fee you want to call it. He had a city. But see, now, let me, let, me just, let me go to a point that will help everybody here. So we start reading from verse, what verse do we start reading from? 13. 13, right? All this iteration, permutation, combination, proliferation happened later. But let's see the faithfulness of Joseph. Verse 12. Verse, verse 12. Then Joseph provided his father, his brothers, and all his father's household with what? Bread. How? So it was not even random provision. It was what? According to the number in their families. And the priority was what? Father. So this portion issue was such a core value for Joseph. And God said, because you get me, because that's the way I am, I will give you the earth. Because you will not mismanage it. The way I allocate resources in the universe, I found someone who understands that ideology. He will sort it out. This is exactly the same thing with David. What was it with David? He was in the, in the jail, rather in the uh, wilderness, backside the pastures, and there were sheep. And the bear and the lion were coming to take what? Not his father's portion. He said, no, no, this is not for you. I know you like meat, but go and find your own. By portion, he preserved the future. God said, this guy, you're passing the course. Next thing, the father said, let me give you food to go and check up on your... Do you see similarities between Joseph and David? Joseph didn't eat the bread. I mean, David didn't eat the like Joseph, didn't eat the bread and drink the wine and say, ah, they are fine. Because, you know, no technology. You can't go and, you know, there was no GSM or Instagram profile, you know, back then. Because if there was Instagram, then Joseph's brothers, maybe Shama would have been like, ah, Sakba day. Two weeks after 
the father sent David with the bread. The father be like, Alpha, see your brother's status. Didn't you deliver the bread? So there was no monitoring as such. So it was about faithfulness because faithfulness is more about what you do when nobody's looking. So if we see your performance and we give you feedback, you better be grateful. Because it means your error is in the light and it can be quickly corrected. If your error is without supervision, correction, feedback, amendment, realignment, you are in a bad place. Correction is an investment. It is the proof of love and an indication of future utility. I don't correct anything I don't intend to draw greater value from. Do you repair a car you never want to drive? Do you repair a car you want to scrap? Do you, want to, do you repair a phone you want to trash? Do you repair hair you want to burn? Please help me look for three people. Tell them you must get your portions right. Tell them with boldness and confidence you must get your portions right. Some of you just don't like standing up. But please stand up right now in the days of your youth before you're 120 and you have walking envy. Tell them you must get your portions right. Let's look at a couple of verses that show us how God is so intentional about portions. Let's look at portions in creation. Mm, this one is long ago. Let, let me just I'll skip a couple of verses there. But Genesis chapter 2. Verse 1. Thus the heavens and the earth and all the host of them were finished. On the seventh day, God ended his work which he had done and rested on the seventh day from all his work which he had done. Now, you know Isaiah 40 tells us that God doesn't get tired, right? Talk to me. He's never worried, he's never tired. So why did he divide the work? Why did he rest? He was establishing a template of order. Sequence. What must happen before what? Because if he created the plants before he set the sun in order, they will die for lack of photosynthesis. There are certain things you must not buy before you have some things. Otherwise, that thing you buy, you will lose it. There's some amount of money you don't pay on rent before you buy land. Please, it's okay to be a loan clapper, but when you clap, clap it proportionately. Portions, that's what it is. He divided the waters from the water. Somebody say a portion. Say divide. He created farmers above and farmers below. Water is water is water. But there's some water that becomes a flood. Because they overflow their portions. Their boundaries. There's some amounts of money you should not have access to. Because it's become a flood that destroys the land you're trying to irrigate. How many of you know that businesses complain of being underfunded? But that businesses can crash because they are overfunded. Lives can waste because they are overfunded. 
Solomon said, I don't know who's going to inherit all this stuff. He said, I don't even know whether it's a fool that will inherit it. And it was right. Robam and Jehobam. One of them turned out to be a fool and a wicked person. Said, my little finger is bigger than my father's waist. My father loved you. I will punish you. And then the kingdom began to break and break and break. Because money does not secure kingdoms. All the wealth of Solomon was still there. But he sensed he didn't democratize enough. You know, he gave women some other stuff. Instead of mentoring, are we here? Some of you are looking like you're not here. Come on, wear some life on your face right now. So, God apportioned seven days. Light must come before vegetation. Vegetation must come before animals. Why? Animals need to feed on vegetation. Vegetation needs to feed on light. Light can only shine when the ferments are separated. Right? So even expenditure has to be sequentially designed. Not randomly distributed. Is it work? Yes. What was man put in the garden to do? To walk the garden. Not take selfies on it. Nicky Meyer. It's a very long one. Just write it down. I can read everything. Nehemiah 9, verse 6, then 10 to 11, then 20 to 24. Nehemiah 9, verse 6, 10 to 11, then 20 to 24. You alone are the Lord. You have made heaven, the heaven of heavens, with all their hosts, the earth and everything in it, the seas and all that is in them, and you preserve them all. The host of heaven worships you. You showed signs and wonders against Pharaoh, against the servants, and all were not, and all were not. Go all the way. It said, you threw into the deep as a stone into the mighty waters. You also gave your good spirit to instruct them, and did not withhold your manna from their mouth. Go on, it says, moreover, you gave them kingdoms and nations, and the next line, and you divided them into districts. Districts, you divided them. So they took possession of the land of Sidon, Sihon, not Sidon, Luke. When they were divided, cut out, separated. And they were able to go in and possess and all, all of that. Psalm 74, 12 to 17. Psalm 74, 12 to 17. For God is my king from of old, working salvation in the midst of the earth. You divided the sea by your strength. You broke the heads of the sea serpents in the waters. You broke the heads of Leviathan, that's the sea monster, the sea beast, in pieces. And gave him as food to the people inhabiting the wilderness. You broke up... The fountain and the flood, you dried up mighty rivers. The day is yours. The night also is yours. You have prepared the light and the sun. You have set what? All the borders of the earth. God can throw rivers on lakes. He can put volcanoes on every street, but he said, no, that's chaos. Borders, boundaries. What percentage belongs to my future? What percentage belongs to operations? What percentage belongs to personal growth? To my prophet and my pastor? What percentage belongs to community development? Is it work or not? It is. But that's what the word says here. That you have prepared the light and the sun. The verse before this. You have prepared 
the light and the sun. So every light you enjoy in life, somebody prepared it. If you're getting light from this message, it costs me hours. To painstakingly isolate the most important things I can teach within the time I have. Are you understanding? Even God prepared light. But we just want to make light of every light. All in the name of I am light. May your bank accounts not be light. How about portions and priestly allocations? I'll teach all of that later. I'll teach all of that later. Please help me go to three people. I'll teach them next week because there's a lot. And I want to give you the list of portions. Go to three people and tell them. In fact, go to seven people and tell them what's the one thing that has struck you so far. Don't just tell them and ask them. Seven people. <laughs> what has struck you so far? Okay, round off because of time. I'm almost there. Mm, I'm getting ready. I'm getting ready. What has struck you so far? Do you have it? So, what are the portions you must have? Please be seated. There, were, there are two people in the Bible. I want to quickly expose you to them. One of them understood the importance of portions. The other one abused portions. And because he abused portions, guess what? Things didn't quite work for him. Things didn't quite work for him. But this is the first thing I want to do. Let me give you a list so that at least I have that covered. And then I'll show you the two examples and I will preach. I want to preach somebody into something. Number one, you must have a God portion. Must. I'll teach more on this next week. Proverbs 3, 9 to 10 tells you that honor the Lord with thy substance and with the first fruits of all your increase. Call it percentage. Call it tithe. Call it God portion. Call it, it must be honorable. What does that mean? It is the first and the best. It is the primary priority. And I will show you why. It's an eternal ordinance. Everything God created, he reserved the first for himself. Everything. He said he created the earth. He took a portion of the earth and called it Eden. In Eden, he took a portion and called it the tree that you must not eat. So in all the earth, anything can be happening, but in Eden, some things cannot happen. In Eden, you can eat everything, but don't touch my tree. Oh, Look at him and say, don't touch God's tree. So you don't mess up with your victory. I need to clothe this up with a fig tree. Don't touch it. In the earth, he made the human race. He took his first portion, Israel. He said, Israel is my firstborn. In the new creation, he took the first child, the first son, Jesus Christ. He said, this one, today I have begotten you. 
the Lord said to my Lord sit at my right hand he said every other person that will sit at my right hand will sit inside you we don't have thrones beside are you understanding he said everything will be a representation a subset of how you treat the first the first and the best it's an ordinance are you here they had five loaves of bread and two fish they could have used their own wisdom to allocate it will the bread multiply it will finish they said first go and give it to the one that gave us the idea to look for it present the five loaves of bread and two fish to the one that said go and see what you have because we didn't even know that we had anything in other words the first part of my income should go to the one who gave me the intelligence to seek out the job i now have I mean, it should be common sense because the unbelievers know that. The people who are political, you've been seeing all the mess in the primaries, right? How people are collecting their bribery money back from delegates because they understand portions. That's what Jesus was saying. Children of this world, they understand that when is don't touch it. You might It's honor. And there is nothing the devil has that he did not copy from God. Look at your neighbor. Say, I'm not a spoiled child. Tell that person, I'm not a baby. Say, my head is correct. Just like my spirit is just. It's portion. Look at this. Jesus comes out of the grave. And Mary wanted to hug him. Said, don't touch me. I have not presented my portion to my father. Later, after he had preserved himself to the father, he said, now, dip your finger, Thomas. You can touch me now. In other words, man should not touch it until God has handled it. It's a principle. It's an ordinance. It's not legalism. It's the order of God. Let me tell you what I've discovered about the devil. The devil is so seductive. Demons are so seductive that a demon can seduce you into a doctrine of demons whilst you're trying to correct a doctrine of demons. So you're trying to correct an imbalance, then you talk against everything, including the part of it that is actually right. But it's true. If you give the Lord's portion or you don't give the Lord's portion, you are so entering heaven if you believe in Jesus. But you might enter spiritually broke. Because it's not about money. Money is not spent in heaven. It is the weight and the worth of sacrifice. If you are ashamed of me on earth, I will be ashamed of you before my father. It didn't say you won't see my father in heaven. Says I can't boast on this one. He lived for himself. He did not carry his cross. He wore crosses that he bought with money should have used to feed my house. <laughs> Is he hot? I could go on and on. But I don't want to teach that. Is it making sense? So number one, God portion. Number two. Operations portion. What's operations portion? This is your life. What makes you think? So God portion is what belongs to God. The oldest man was 10%. You're not under the law. You can choose. But if I had to recommend to a believer 
who's not redeemed by the blood of bulls, bulls and goats, I think the lowest is the lowest that is structured. This is not legalism. Whether I give it or not, God loves you eternally. You are forever his and all. But you know, it's easy for you to say, I love you until it's time to give. Because God proved his love by his giving. For God so loved the world that he... Everybody will say, I love what you are doing, I love what you are doing, but your real partners, people who are partners with you, not fans, are those who are giving time, energy, money, or connect to what you're doing. So it depends. You won't just want to be a child of God, you want to be a partner, a co-laborer, a co-worker with him. And is that, that money you're keeping for yourself, if it could sponsor your destiny, all your desires should have been met by now. Right? By consuming it on your so-called savings and assets and land acquisition projects. Come and talk to me, guys. Is this practical enough? Number two, operations portions. This is what belongs to your personal sustenance. What makes you run? Now, the truth is, for many of us, we might have many because I'm not sure. For many of us, we don't even have enough money for our operations. That's a problem, but I can't solve it in this service. What belongs to your personal sustenance? Number three is honor portion. Honor portion is what belongs to authority figures in your life, primarily your parents and your pastor and pastors. And I could show you that first Timothy 5, 3 to 4. Honor widows who are really widows, but if any widow has children or grandchildren, let them first learn to show piety at home. And to repay their parents. Repay. Repay. Their parents. For investing in you. Laboring. Some of you are making hundreds of thousands. You have not given your parents anything. Somebody shout all wrong now. Listen, even if your dad is a multi-millionaire, a portion of your income, whether it's once every quarter or once every six months or a heavy one once a year, that it will be like, boom, heavy on your level. It, it's not the amount Right? It's not the amount. Most people that you need to give to, there's not a lot that you can give to them that can shake them. Sometimes I receive gifts I don't notice until somebody tells me, you know, weeks, sometimes over a month later, I'll be like, I'm so sorry. Go register. In other words, I saw it, but it was not, it didn't, are you getting what I'm saying? But you don't despise it. Why? What registers is not the money. It's the honor. It's the honor. So, and then in 1 Timothy 5, 17 to 18, you can read that one later. Let elders who rule, I'll teach that next week. Let them be counted worthy of double honor. That double honor is twice as much material resource. In other words, they should have premium priority. Someone is a leader or teacher in your life, primarily your pastor and pastors in your local assembly. Secondarily, one or two other persons that might have been a blessing to you in mentorship or coaching or leadership or as a prophet God used at some point. Something from, I hardly meet a man of God, whether I listen to him or not, but I've seen him do work. Right? And I stumble. We're at the conference or we're in the green room. I will go and look for something. Ah. Are you following? It's not my spiritual father. It's possibly has not even blessed me in doctrine at any time. But he's a laborer who has gone ahead in the work of my father. If the only thing you contribute to the kingdom is contribution, 
a liability. So rather, to contribute to the kingdom is criticism, rather. If the only thing you contribute to the kingdom is criticism, you're a liability in that space. Oh, he didn't say it right. He didn't say it right. That was wrong. The time he shared the doctrine right, did you reshare the video? Talk to me. The time he got it right, it's ridiculous, right? If an unbelieving, a believing minister, word or doctrine, word or doctrine, does something wrong, makes a mistake, there's a scandal, believers will carry it. And boy, now wow, let's pray for the church. Well, his last concert, that there were so many miracles and whatever, did you put on your story, God bless minister XYZ? Look at your neighbor, say portions. Don't give greater weight to negative news than you do to positive news, especially in the same quarters. Have anything to say? Just keep short. Except, of course, it's corrective. In which, if you if it's corrective, you need to know what you are, who you are correcting. You can't correct the body of Christ. You can only correct correct your followers. Yeah. <laughs> number three. Number three. Oh, where's, where's number three? Honor, oh, right? Number four. Hey, where are you, number four? Somebody say, where are you, number four? Shout it louder so I can find it. Number four is your savings portion. This is what belongs to you for disposal in your future. The you of the future. Savings. Savings portion. Talk about next week. Number five, growth portion. Growth portion. What's growth portion? You want to expand? You want to take a course? You want to buy something that you can use for your business and all. Number six, investment portion. Investment this is what belongs to your legacy. What you can spin over, turn over, put over. Number seven, charity portion. Charity portion. Now, charity portion in bracket, extended family, friends, fans, followers, is all charity. By charity, it doesn't mean that they are beggars and all. It just means it's a love thing. You are not obligated you are not. Except, of course, if the uncle played the role of a father in your life, you have to repay him. The Bible uses the word repay. That repaying does not mean you should now die in the process. And number eight, emergency portion. Some people here, if anything happens, that they, so what is charity? Okay, I've told you what the emergency portion, what belongs to you for the purpose of factors beyond your control? Some people here, if an emergency happens, you don't have a pool anywhere. There's nothing you can easily liquidate. No shares you can sell. No land you can monetize or use as collateral. It's not a good place to be. Now, can you get all of this at once? I don't think so. But the Lord can help us. So let's go. I can't show you the story of those two kings because I'm behind schedule. I, I am. Let's go to Psalms chapter 16. Somebody shout portions. Read out the seven real quick. The eight real quick. Number one. Number two. Number three. Number five. Number five. Number eight. I'm trying to see that you're following. Number six. Number seven. Please let's go to Deuteronomy 32 verse 9. Deuteronomy 32 verse 9. Let's make it quick, very quickly. Quick, very quickly. For the Lord's portion.
portion is his people. Jacob is the place of his inheritance. So I told you Israel, the Lord had mankind. His portion was Israel. In Israel, his portion was Judah. In Judah, his portion was the house of David. House of David, his portion was David. In the house of David and in David, his portion was the son of David. That's the Christ. Who's also the portion, his first portion in the new church, in the new creation. Are you following? So in the new creation, the church is his portion. So what does God, let me ask you, when you see a picture, you see, we all took a good picture. You saw a picture. Who's the first person you look at? So, so your eyes are always on your portion. So when Job said the eyes of the Lord are always upon the righteous, he's saying God is always looking at his. Why? What you have control over is your portion. That means if every other thing fails because you have your portion, you can expand it to redeem what failed. Oh God help somebody. So when every other person failed, he said, Jesus, if my portion is intact, I can use my untainted, undefeated portion in Christ to redeem everything that got lost. So when you understand portions, especially the God portion, it does not matter when the economy fails. If you have a portion with God, something is going to come back. Oh, that amen does not sound like it has life. Cooper, I want to preach a little bit before I close. Don't take me slow. Psalms chapter 16. Go there quickly. Psalm 16 from verse 1. Verse 16. Psalm 16 from verse 1. Let's read together. For in you, not my money, I put my trust. Keep going. Psalm 16. Preserve me, O oh God, to Psalm 15. Verse 1, verse 2, let's go. Oh my soul, you have said to the Lord, you are my Lord. My goodness is nothing apart from you. In other words, I have nothing good apart from you. Keep going. As for the saints who are on earth, they are the excellent ones in whom is all my delight. Keep going. Their sorrows shall be multiplied who hasten after and not that God. Don't forget, the issue is not that they don't offer sacrifices or offerings is that they pour their drinks on false gods like mobile phones like their hair like cars like time are you following that so you already make sacrifices i will not offer their drink offerings of blood i will not offer nor take up their names upon my lips go to verse five shout it Shout it. I'm getting ready to close. Somebody shout it louder. And my. Oh, I feel like preaching to somebody. Yes, it's true. God said that my people are my portion. But the portion you are is a subset of the portion I am. The truth is the portion you are can finish. But I am your portion. I cannot finish. When you see God as your portion, you will know that every other portion is a subset of the portion that God is. I don't know who exactly I'm talking to. But when you prioritize God, you are prioritizing a portion that cannot fail. God cannot fail. My portion cannot fail. 
God cannot decay. My portion cannot decay. God is not like manna that if I save too much of him, it will go bad the next day. No. He is ever fresh, ever faithful, ever flourishing, ever available. Are you hearing that? You can steal from me, but you can't steal my portion. How can you steal God? With which hand? You took my phone, but you can't take, take God's microphone. You took my phone, but you can't steal God from me. If you were big enough to steal God, are you smart enough to keep him? If you are smart enough to keep him, where will you hide him? In other words, my portion cannot be stolen. My portion cannot be taken from me. My portion cannot be hijacked. I might lose some momentum, but I can't lose God. Because God is mine. Oh, somebody shout louder. God is my portion. God is my portion. The economy is bad, but my salary is not my portion. God is my portion. So my boss might be abusive and using me, but if I serve him diligently, walking as unto God, God has a pay package for me that is outside of what the HR has separated because God is not a wicked boss. Somebody say, God is my portion. High five yourself and saying, God is my portion. Things may be looking down, but I'm not out because God is my portion. He is my portion at night. He is my portion in the morning. He is my portion when there is no money. Oh, yes. It was Jesus who said that do not store treasures on earth where there are thieves that break in and there are moths and rust. There is no moth in heaven. Oh, God does not rust because God is my portion. For there to be rust, there has to be iron and there has to be water. Well, God is more watery than water. How can water corrode him? How can time erode him? How can things bemoan him? Somebody shout, my portion is preserved. My brother sold me into slavery, Joseph, but because God is my portion, the more I walk away from the portion from man, the closer I get into the portion with God. Jacob gave me a quilt at home, but God will give me royal garments in the palace. Potiphar's wife stole my reputation, but God will dry clean my character because God is my portion. I wish I was talking to seven people in here who understand that God is their portion. You fired me, but God is a consuming fire. He will refine me. He will reposition me. He will realign me. I lost a job, but I will birth a business because God is my portion. Who am I talking to? I find your neighbor and tell him God is my portion. I didn't hear you say it. Somebody shake or lose and say God is my portion my portion cannot break down so my portion God cannot break down so my portion cannot break down God has no expiry date his value
you is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. My accounts may be low, but my expectations are high because I am low in the valley. But He's the Most High who will stretch forth His hands and raise me up. Somebody shout, God is my portion. My portion cannot waste. God will preserve it. And this is what I like about that verse. Give me that verse. Give me that verse real quick. He said, God, you are the portion of my what? Inheritance. So no need to envy any believer. Why? Because the inheritance has different flavors. So if I see a believer walking in the portion of their inheritance, they didn't take my own stuff. Because God has preserved my own stuff. He's preserved my own stuff. My times and my seasons, they are in his hands. He has kept my lot. He has preserved my portion. He has secured and sequestered my belonging. Somebody shall portions of my inheritance. Inheritance is long distance. You know how it is. How you can be stuck somewhere because you have 10 million in your account but your ATM is not with you and you have no cash on you. So God is not just long term inheritance. He is present day cop. He is my cop. So whilst I'm walking into my future, I got something to drink. I have something. He is cop to sustain me now and inheritance to preserve me then. He is lamp unto my feet and light unto my path. He is shammer for the now, my peace. He is for the battles for territory. He's got me covered here and there, now and next, this and that, here and everywhere else. The Lord is my portion and I'm grateful to God. He does not have to leave the point of inheritance to become my cop as his inheritance he is cop and because his cop my cop run it over so surely goodness and mercies I'm not running after them come real quick two good people I'm not running after them they are running after me because my cop runs over so goodness and mercy are following me goodness and mercy are trailing my path when I prioritize God's portion the honor portion will come operations portion will come charity portion will come look at your neighbor high five say get it right put him first put him first why because it's not only the property he is the insurance he is the insurance go back go back he said you are my portion and you maintain go back Psalm 16 he said you maintain you maintain if I give God his stuff he will maintain my stuff if I give God his portion he will preserve my lot the IELTS will still be paid for the car will still be bought give God his stuff he's got you give God his stuff he's not a wicked father give God his stuff he can arrange all things together for your good somebody shout yes God's got you.
maintain my lot. Money you saved and saved. God said, give this one or give me my percentage. You saved and saved and saved it. That's not saved you. If it could, it would. It can't. Because money failed in Egypt and money still fails today. Everything I owned was purely my personal efforts. Many of the things that we're able to do will not be able to do them. God is big enough to fund his creation. How much more you? Just a tiny piece of it. Able to withdraw sleep from a king. Sponsor your life. I want to make a call today. People who are saying, I want to begin to give the Lord his portion. Just, just raise your hand wherever you are. Raise your hand wherever you are. I will give the Lord his portion from today. See, because there's no point having all this fantastic revelations. Just raise your hand. Just raise it. It's a sign of commitment. You've been doing it or you want to start doing it. If you've been doing it, you want to start doing it. Raise your hand. Raise your hand. You want to start giving the Lord or you will continue to give the Lord his portion his portion a percentage the first and the best of your stuff raise those hands right raise those hands right and as you raise those hands receive grace receive grace in this moment speak to the Lord with your hands up speak to the Lord with your hands up Say, Lord, I, I yield my all to you. I yield my all. I will give you your portion. There was enough time I will show you two kings, a father and a child. One of them abused portions. Not David and Solomon. One of them abused portions. The child got it right. Massive difference. And the Lord said concerning that one, God made him prosper. So either during the week or next week Sunday, I will show you. God is wiser than you. He knows how to use your 90% or 80% or 70% to accomplish more than you know how to use your 100%. It's like I said in the first service, Apple, an Apple device, you buy it's 512 gig, but when you start using it, the available speed is 586 or 85 gig or something. The remaining 8 to 10 or 12 gig is being used by Apple, the operating system, and the pre-installed software to run it. Now, if you say, no, 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 I want my 512 gig, remove your operating system. Can you do anything? <laughs> so even in human terms, that's why Jesus said, I am divine. You are the branches. If you despise me. Hallelujah. Can we celebrate God and can we appreciate Pastor Dami? Somebody say, God is my portion. I can never run out. I can never run out. I am never disadvantaged. I always have more than enough. And I have understanding to do the right things with the more than enough that I have. In the name of Jesus. Father, we just thank you for understanding that we will not just be hearers of your words, but we will be doers of your word. And we will see the manifest results and evidence in our lives. That like Pastor said, we will not come back here five years later and start saying, had I known, I could have, I should have, I would have. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Can someone appreciate God, celebrate God.
Generation is rising on an emerging generation of kings. To join this growing community of kings, visit www.kingdomcentral.org and send your full name and email address to 0908-123-4566. One more thing, someone you know needs this. Kindly share this how.